Hello, hello, hello. I'm your host, Destiny, and welcome to the Unlocked and Unbound podcast. I started this podcast to really push us past our limitations in life. Your mind unlocked is so powerful and freedom is right there. So let's do the work, change how we think, change how we live, and just continue to get better and better every single day. So let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. We are just here, blessed with another day, another week, another Wednesday, and you are listening to the Unlocked and Unbound podcast, and I'm your host, Destiny. Y'all, my voice has been up and down. Um, I was at my nephew's track meet a few uh, weeks ago, and he was doing the hurdles, and I'm cheering as loud as I possibly can. He won and became league champion, and I'm not going to lie, I went a little wild, lost my voice. My daughter's softball tournament, both of my daughters here this weekend cheering again. My voice has just been off and on for the last couple of weeks. Been trying to take a voice break, but really can't because I got to get back here and make sure that I'm sharing the message. So, so if my voice sounds a little off, it's because it's gone. It's 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 it's, it's not um, at its best, but that doesn't mean there isn't a message in there, right? Um, today's podcast is called "There Is Still Life in You." Um, a funny thing that made this podcast kind of come into my mind, maybe not funny, but my husband was speaking about like how churches are changing where it seems like um, it's more motivational speaking than truth, right? And it puts us in this dangerous space. And thinking about there being life in you and, and then you processing like what the life is that you're supposed to live and the purpose you're supposed to live it's not the external motivation that you may get from listening to a podcast, from listening to a sermon, but it's internally what God has left inside of you. His Holy Spirit is right in there with you. Um, and that brought me to today's topic, which is, again, there's still life in you. I'm going to have like a transparent moment. I was working um, at my last school I was at and I felt so drained. I had been teaching at that point for 10 years and instructional course for 10 years and in the education profession, like shout out to the teachers and this is a teacher appreciation week where we live, also nurses appreciation week. So shout out to the nurses too, but teaching with so much passion, like I did, it drained me, right? And at this new school, we were building a school from the ground up. Uh, I remember this teacher telling me, you know, I was, no kids were in the building. I was there really early and I was listening to gospel music because that's for me, like how I find my balance, my North Star is just listening to songs about praising the Lord, right? And she came in and she kind of caught me listening to it. And then she looked at me and she said, that's why your presence is so calm. That's why we're so comfortable around you. That's why, you know, and I'm just like, if she only knew that I was drained, I felt like I wasn't giving 100% of myself um, to this role because I was just tired. Um, But in that moment, it made me think, even though I was tired, even though I was drained, I was still working in my calling, right? Even though I felt like there was no life in me and I was just going through the motions trying to do the best I could, you know, even though around me I was tired, I was drained, um, 
my my home life was 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 feeling that stretch of me. I was working long hours, sometimes 14, 16 hour days. Starting school from the ground up is not an easy task. I'm being a part of the team that starts it up. But there was still someone feeling that internal piece of me that I don't control. And that's the God in me, right? So she still was able to feel the presence of the Lord, which I, you know, leaned on, you know, because in that time I was moving, but I didn't realize that God was moving through me, right? And even in that time, and she wasn't the only person that said, man, you're so calm. Whenever somebody comes into a space where you're just so calm, I'm like, if y'all knew I'm a person that can sometimes be anxious, you know, I can sometimes have a little bit of anxiety uh, when new things come around, around, when I'm trying to solve a problem, when I feel a little stressed and stretched, I get a little anxiety, but no one on the outside ever saw it. It wasn't that I was hiding it. <laughs> My husband knew like, hey, you, you stressing out, you need, you, need, you need to calm down. You need to figure out something different because this isn't working for you. But the people that I was called to, the people that were seeing God and not me, we're still able to, and I guess I, I was still able to walk and live in purpose. I was talking to the other day, I had a conversation about, um, talking with someone and they were, they planted a, a lemon tree in their yard. Right. And the first year the lemon tree, you know, grows, it grew, it grew. And they immediately saw when they, the first time they saw fruit, they snatched it. They snatched that lemon off the tree and got about six lemons. And later on, when it was time for the tree to be fruitful again, it was nothing there. No buds, no sign of life, nothing there. And they thought, you know, hey, maybe I pulled that fruit too early the last time and now this tree is dead. I'm going to have to cut it down, right? So the tree just goes, they forget to cut it down and they go through a challenging season in their life and they go back to the fruit and back, back to the tree and start to see buds. Like, wait, I thought this tree was dead. You know, I thought there was this, this tree was done serving the purpose of growing the lemons that I intended for it to do, to have for me. And then there were buds, you know, a bunch of buds, more than I think they said a hundred, more than a hundred buds on this tree that at first they only got six. What season are you in, in your life? Do you feel like you are walking in your purpose? Do you feel like you are walking in your truth? Even if you don't see it, something on the inside of you is working just as it was in that lemon tree. Even though we saw, you know, and we could see that there was no fruit being made, something on the inside was turning, right? And the moment you start to see those buds, you start to see signs of life. It didn't always take us seeing the actual signs of life. There's still purpose that we're serving. Every day you get up, every day you're trying to be better, there's still life inside of you. If you're still walking this earth and you're blessed to breathe the, the air that we breathe, whether it be toxic or not, you're here, you're breathing, you're living, you still have purpose. So my question for you is really, how are you doing that? Because what I learned in, in, in one of my darkest times where I was most drained and I felt most useless, I was helping people, right? And people were still the God in me was still working on the outside, even when I didn't even notice it was. So with or without you, God's going to, you know, live his purpose. With or without your, I guess, your cognitive awareness, you know, God's still going to live out his purpose. My question to you is, though, do you still see that life that's inside of you?
because it is. When you think about the world and the creation of the world with God, he made Adam and then gave Adam a partner because we were never meant to be alone. There's some of us that are working in isolation. We're so self-centered, so focused on us and what we need and how we're surviving. And if we're going to make it, we forget that we were put here to help other people. You were not put here just to help yourself be successful. Let's say you've reached a height, a heightness of success. You've, you and your family are doing well, but there's somebody else you're supposed to be reaching out to. We're not meant to work in these silos where we're not sharing knowledge, sharing experiences, sharing love, sharing resources with other people. There is still life in you. And there is something you have to offer someone, even if you think you're worthless, even if you think you've dropped so low that you have no purpose to serve, you're still here. You're still alive. You still have purpose. I want you to say that I still have purpose. God can still use me, right? Even when I don't want to be used or even when I don't feel like I can be used, he still uses me. Even in my, my, my biggest trauma, he turns my trauma into testimonies so that someone else can see you too can make it through. There's still life in you. And I'm not trying to, to motivate you to, 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 to actually do something, but just be aware that God can do anything. And with you still having life, he may use you. Are you willing to be used? Right? Where is your mindset right now? Are you aware of the fact that you are still living? Are you aware of the fact that you can do something? And maybe you're a person who you haven't talked to anybody in a while. You've kind of been in this isolation mode. Reach out. Call somebody. Tell them you love them. They may just want to hear your voice. You know, you got resources, share it. I'm not just talking about financial. I'm talking about knowledge. I'm talking about time. I'm talking about connections. Who can you bring up? Right? Maybe you're going to church and you know the people around you are not. Invite them to your church. Invite them to come into your spaces. We are not meant to work in silos where we only are worried about ourselves. We're supposed to give back. There is still life in you. The only problem with the fact that there's still life in you is that sometimes we're not aware that there's still life. But know how, no matter how far you go, how many wrong turns you make, you can always turn back right. What work have you done so that your mind can be free so you can see the work that God is doing in you? So you can see those that you may help. I um, recently got um, contacted to do a, a podcast training, right? And uh, I love to do podcast training, teach people how to do it, how to use their voice, their passion, and their purpose and make it aligned. And I was like, yeah, I'm, gonna start, I'm actually starting to get paid for this. So this is cool, right? Um, I'm starting to get subscribers, people who are literally just, you know, supporting the message that we give, which I love and thank you for that because it lets me know that I'm not talking to myself. But even if I was talking to myself, I'd probably be okay. But for those who have subscribed, thank you. But I was invited to do a podcast training for another group. And I've done a few um, so far just to teach people how to get their voice out there. 
And I got into the free consultation. I'm talking to the people and they were like, yeah, we're looking for you to be an entertainer uh, for us, for a connection. And we're doing networking. So you'll be entertaining. I was like, entertaining. I'm like, "Ah." I said, no. And in that, I felt that I truly knew what my purpose was. When you are an entrepreneur, can you imagine saying no to money? <laughs> like, no, no. But I, I know what I'm doing. And I am not entertaining. I'm trying to free minds that have been trapped for so long. So I'm looking for people who have passion and purpose, right? And, and it's not just to solely sell something. It's to really say your mind can be free. So I said no because... I didn't want to go be someone's entertainment, right? That's not God's purpose for my life. God's purpose for my life is to help people make their lives better for their minds to be free. Cause my mind was once so clouded that I went through the motions, you know, and that's how I lived life for so long until I was able to wake up and be free, right? And wake up to the creativity that God has in me. And I know it's limitless. Could I have entertained those people? I could have. But that's not my purpose. And if something doesn't align with the purpose that God has in me, because there is still life in me, I'm going to say no to it. No dollar amount can make me say yes to something that isn't in my purpose, that isn't aligned with purpose. So I'm asking you, what is yours? Do you know your strengths? Do you know the life you're supposed to be living? Do you know who's actually looking at you and receiving evidence that God is real from you? Do you know who's looking at you and learning lessons? Do you know who's looking at you and deciding, man, I want to be like them, so let me try some things. There are people right now who see you living a life that they want and they're trying to get it without even saying, hey, what did you do? Because if they asked you your story, you'd probably say, I struggled. I uh, listened to the pivot podcast with my, and watched the pivot podcast with my husband. Sometimes we we're watching it. And, um, the rock was on there. Like, I, do you smell what the rock is cooking? You know, you know, the rock. And I'm like, okay, this guy, you know, I never really listened to him speak. I just seen him on, uh, movies, you know, wrestling, workout clothes, you know, fitness stuff. And I'm like, okay, he knows how to get money. Um, whatever. But listening to DJ, Dwayne, The Rock, Johnson, whatever, speak, it was something different. One, he kept highlighting God. Two, he told his story, which was a testimony. He um, he talked about um, how his father, uh, as a 13-year-old boy, got kicked out um, of of the home he was living in, his family's home, because he uh, fought his, like, I think it was like his grandpa, step-grandpa or stepdad, something who had like peed on the the turkey for the holidays because he was drinking and he beat him up. Like, I'm done with that. I'm done with that drunkenness. And they said, hey, the cops told him, hey, when this guy wakes up, because he knocked him out, when this guy wakes up, one of these two people are going to die. Either uh, the rock's dad's going to die or the stepdad or step-grandpa, whichever it was, is going to die. So one of them have to go. The grandma looked at uh, the rock's dad and said, you got to go. So at 13, he was on his own. So it was this, this imbalance of love he always had, but he was there for his son. But The Rock talked about the struggles he had 
within his family because his dad and his mom were always scraping for money, trying to survive. And in his mind, he at a young age, he said, you know, eviction is right around the corner. I'll never be broke. You know, I, I, I don't care what I am, but I never want to be broke, you know, and still trusting in God. But, but in the space of I'll do anything I can to survive. And he started telling the story, his journey. When he first started wrestling, he's making like $40 a night. You know, that was better than the $7 he had in his pocket because he tried for the NFL, didn't make it. But he knew, he said he felt that thing inside of him that said, this is what you should, are supposed to do. He answered it like, okay, I'm doing that. Then the XFL called him again. was like, hey, we actually got another spot for you, even though they had just recently let him go. And he said, no, I'm sorry. That, that ship is sold. That part of my life is gone because he felt that thing pulling inside of him. And y'all know what that thing is. It's the Lord calling you to your purpose. So he took the job that had less money, but was aligned to his passion. It was family business wrestling. Um, his dad didn't want him to do it because he didn't make a lot of money from it. But it turns out that The Rock started with $40, but he eventually became a millionaire. You know, and then that just kept expanding and expanding and expanding. Um, and the mindset he has is that he can be good at anything. What's that thing that's calling you? that you've been ignoring. We've all had that pull. God shows you our, shows you your purpose. And a lot of people say, well, I, I haven't seen my purpose yet. I, I, I don't know my purpose. I don't believe that. I don't believe that God has waited so long to show you what you're supposed to do. I do believe that our lack of discipline, that our own will in front of God's will will block us from seeing what we're supposed to do. I do believe that he's shown you. I do believe that you're, you're, you're right there and you know it, but you're afraid to take that risk. You're afraid to say no to some money, to walk in your purpose, to make sure that everything you're doing is aligned to it. Right? You're afraid of, you know, eviction, like in the rock kept saying, the thing that drives him, he kept saying eviction is right around the corner. Even he still thinks that to this day and he's a millionaire, a billionaire, whatever he is, he always thinks eviction is right around the corner. He does have people that say, hey, man, it's actually not for you, so get out of that trauma stage. But you've been called for a purpose. There's still life in you. Your job is to be able to unlock that mind. Whatever trauma, whatever worries, whatever stress, it can't be louder than the voice of God, right? Meditate, pray, deep breathing. I talk about this stuff all the time and it's not to say it for me to just to say it because it's a buzzword, but it helps you. Journaling, writing, freeing your mind, letting all that stuff go. Or even realizing like walking outside and actually seeing the sun shining and, and you're walking outside of your home, you're stepping outside of your car. You know, you have what you need, but God is calling you to do more. He wants you to say no to some things, some things that you might need right now. You think you need because in, in that saying no to something that, you know, oh yeah, I'm finally doing this like me podcast training. I'm loving it. I'm loving to help people start their podcast. I'm loving getting people out their voices out there. Now these people want me just to be their entertainer. And I'm like, no, I actually have a a gift to give you. 
you know, saying no to that was hard because I'm going to be honest, I feel like I can do anything. It's like, I could do it, but is that aligned to my purpose? You can do anything, but what are you doing that's aligned to your purpose? Okay. You have a career, you're working, you're making money, but that's not always aligned to your purpose, right? Make money. That's fine. You can make your money, pay your bills. No stress there. But what else are you doing? Church numbers are getting lower. Children aren't in church. You know, our generation is the generation that's not teaching their children that strong foundation that that God is who you lean on, that God is, you know, calling you to do something. They're, They're not there. And it's because we're not. How do you know you haven't been called to something already? What gifts and natural talents do you hold that God wants you to use that you've allowed to just sit there and collect dust? Is it your voice? And not just singing, do you have a message that he speaks through you? Is it your hands? Are they gifted to create art that speaks to the hearts and minds of people? Are you a people person? Can you relate to anybody? Are you able to gravitate into a room and take that space where everyone moves towards you because you have that light that shines? Are you using that for good? There's life in you, but your purpose is being blocked by you because you're doubtful. Fear is the paralysis of faith inside of you. Y'all see me taking it back to last year's podcast. But there's something that's stopping you from walking in your purpose. You know, what is it? What's stopping you from seeing that you are still alive? Whatever that thing is, see it in the face. Look it in the eyes and say, You don't have power over me. I know my purpose. God has shown me before. (laughs) Another story I'll tell you. Um, So me and my husband, we got married uh, back in uh, 2012. And before we got married, I was like, hey, you, you know, he's a, he's a PK, a preacher's kid, but he wasn't going to church when I met him. So I'm like, okay, I was going to church. I was like, hey. You can date me, but you're going to have to go to church with me because I'm not dating nobody that doesn't go to church. And so he's going to church with me. Y'all, I was just, you know, going to church like on the surface level. Like, okay, I'm there on Sundays. Great word. The pastor is done, but now he's going a little long. I'm going to slide out the back door. Now the church I was at, you couldn't slide out the back door. You used to couldn't anyway. The ushers would be right there standing in front of it like, "Uh uh-uh. I know the benediction been about an hour, but you still need to stay in here. I'm like, look, I want to be saved. And I heard the word, but I'm about to lose it. If you don't move out in front of this door. So I was that type of member where I got the word and I left. And my husband was cool with that at first. Then he became an armor bearer. I was like, okay, so we're going to be going to church a little more often. I'm going to support you on your journey. And then after that, he was like, you know, I've had a calling on my life since I was like 16 years old. I was like, excuse me? (laughs) Like, okay. And we were, you know, not married yet, but moving towards marriage. And I was like, okay, you had a calling on your life. Okay, when you're 16, okay, what does that look like? 
And the next thing you know, he's preaching, uh, working towards a license. Life is changing. I say this to say like, at 16 years old, he knew he was called. You can't tell me at 35, 36, 37, 38, 40, 50, 60, God hasn't shown you what he wanted you to do. At 16 year old, I was writing poetry. And it was, it, it was my expression of emotion through the gift of words that God has given me. I didn't realize exactly what that gift was. But as I got older, I started to see that I can speak to anyone and make them, you know, want to be a part of anything I was doing. The power of the gift that God gave me was with my words. But at, a, at certain ages, I wasn't using my gift for good. I was using my gift for an advantage, right? But I had that gift forever. You've had your gift, your purpose, you know, you've had it. But you might not have looked at it this way before. So look back to those things that you were naturally good at. So the life in you is not wasted on selfishness. It's not wasted on self-centeredness, but it's used to help somebody else. That is our purpose. Is to help someone else. And not just help them be successful, but help them know that because of God, I am. And because of God, you are. And if you believe, like I believe in Jesus, then you too can be saved. But this is how you walk this walk. Right? There's still life in you. Don't be the person blocking the light that God has placed inside of you. Let that light shine so that others can see that there's still life in them too. Y'all, I love y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Follow me on Instagram, uh, Facebook, um, buying the clothing line for the Christian clothing that I have. Uh, I haven't been that live on social media because I'm working uh, with my husband and we are writing our own devotional. And I told myself, like, I can do my motivation or whatever it is, my encouragement on online, but I can't do it right now because I have to finish this book. Last year, I published my first book in July, and I got to get this next piece of work out because it's beautiful. It's going to help marriages, and I have to make sure I do that work. So you can follow me on those things, but you may not see me active a little for a little while until I get that done. You see me in the streets, hold me accountable, girl. Are you almost done? <laughs> because I, I want to make sure that I'm using my words um, just to uplift people, to help people free their minds, to help people see the power of the God in me so that they too can see the power of the God in them. Y'all, it's not who we are. It's whose we are. And we're not meant to just serve ourselves. Make sure you're walking with the, the Lord and you're allowing him to show you your way. There is still life in you. And my prayer is that you're able to see that light shine. Y'all be blessed. Be blessed. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Uh, I'm not saying I'm cheering for the Lakers. But I do like LeBron. That right there, that series is about to get sick. Y'all hold me accountable. I'll be back next week um, just because you're back with me. So so thank you. Uh, go LeBron. <laughs>